Hello, what is up guys? Eman from PesoSmartPH here. Welcome sa panibagong episode. Shout out to all the podcast listeners as well. I appreciate you all. Today, let's talk about Aboy T's Equity Ventures Incorporated. Yung stock code niya sa Philippine Stock Exchange, SAEV. Before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that this video, this episode is not financial advice. Make sure that you do your own research first before buying any kind of asset. And kaya ako nag-review or kaya ako nag-reviewin itong company or itong stock na to. It's because Aboy Tease or AEV was kind enough to reach out to me and invite me sa kanilang upcoming na analyst briefing this Friday. I'm very curious kung anong i-discuss dun sa analyst briefing na yun and how like everything will pan out or work out and siguro over the weekend or early next week i'll be posting some content reviewing my experience with the analyst briefing and kung ano ba yung mga natutunan ko in any case let's get started with the stock and company review let's start with the background of the company Aboytees Equity Ventures Incorporated, stock code AEV, was originally incorporated noong September 11, 1989. And yung original name nila was Cebu Pan Asian Holdings Incorporated. The company changed its corporate name to the present one on December 29, 1993. Hindi pa ako tao at that time. Its ownership was opened to the general public through an initial public offering or IPO noong November 16, 1994. And then, yung core business ng AEV conducted through its subsidiaries and affiliates are grouped into five main categories. First one is power generation. Next is distribution and retail electricity supply. Financial services. Fourth one is food manufacturing. And last but not the least is real estate and infrastructure. The company's other investments include holdings in aviation through AEV Aviation Incorporated, insurance through Archipelago Insurance Private Limited, and portfolio investments abroad through AEV International Private Limited Company. Other Aboytees Equity Ventures businesses are Aboytees Power Corporation. This stock is listed sa Philippine Stock Exchange as well. And yung stock code niya or ticker is AP. Next one, I believe most of us is familiar with Union Bank of the Philippines. Listed din sila sa PSE as UBP. They also have Pelmeco Foods Corporation or Pelmeco in short. Gold Coin Management Holdings Limited, Gold Coin for short. Aboytees Infra Capital Incorporated, AIC. And Aboytees Land Incorporated or Aboytees Land. Then lastly, we have Aboytees Data Innovation or ADI. Let's move on to the leadership of the company. Unayin natin yung chairman of the board. His name is Enrique M. Aboytees. I believe he is the third generation 
of the Aboy Tees. Kasi 1800s pa, pa, I believe. Yung like original Aboy Tees no? na nag-start netong dynasty na to. He's currently 68 years old and he was appointed as the chairman of the board noong May 10, 1999. So, 22 years na siyang chairman of the board ng AEV. Yung degree niya, hinatapos niya is Business Administration, major in Economics from Gonzaga University sa Spokane, Washington, USA. Then, he is also the vice chairman of the board ng Aboy Tees and Company Incorporated. Currently, yung net worth niya is around 400 million US dollars. And in Philippine peso, billionaire siya. Yung net worth niya katumbas nun is 22.27 billion pesos. Next one, we have the president and CEO ng company. Si Sabin or Sabin M. Aboytiz. He is currently 57 years old and he was appointed on May 21, 2018. So, four years ago. Degree niya is Business Administration, major in Finance from the same school, Gonzaga University and Spokane, USA. He is also a board of director ng AEV. And he is the chairman of the board ng Aboytis Power. Here are the rest of the board of directors. We already know Enrique and Sabin. So we also have two Aboytis people here. Si Michael or Mikel, a Aboytis vice chairman, then director. And he, he holds a non-executive position. Si Eramon ay Aboytis. Then we have another director, si Ana Maria Aboytiz Delgado. Another director, si Justo A. Ortiz. And mga independent directors, si Joan De Asis, Romeo Bernardo, and Cesar Romero. And then let's check out the stock data of AEV. So at the time of this video's recording, nag-trade siya at around 53 pesos and 95 centavos. Yung open niya earlier is 53.45 and highest na currently is yung last traded price which was 53.95 and lowest was 52.25. Yung 52-week high niya, highest in one year, is around 65 pesos and 15 centavos. Then 52-week low was at 37 pesos. Now let's take a look at the chart for Aboytees Equity Ventures. So currently, ngayon pala, <laughs> nag-55 pesos na siya. Doon siya nag-close today. So, AEV is as on a good week so far. So nag-open siya this week at around 52.40 and currently nasa 55 na nga siya. And yung highest was around 55 and 5 centavos so that's really good and yung 52 week high niya was na achieve noong January 2022 at around 65.15 if we take a look at the price range kung ilan na ba yung binaba niya around 15% sa current market price 
if you compare natin sa bottom, local bottom, around 31%, 30% yung nabawa sa kanya. And let's say na nakapag-average out ka ng entry nung nag-crash yung market noong 2020 because of the pandemic. Currently, up ka ng around 98%. So, almost double yung capital mo sa current market price. And then, kung nakapagbenta ka naman around 60 plus, 64.45, then more than double yung iyong capital. 132.91%. Yung all-time high niya was noong 2016 dito at around 84.40. If you compare that to the current market price, tingnan natin kung magkano na ba or ilan na ba yung binagsak niya. 34.32% lang. So, not really that bad. And para maabot ulit yung price na yun, the stock needs to go up around 53.28%. And let's take a look at nung date around 2012 para lang compare natin yung 10-year performance. Sabihin natin mga dito na lang bago siya umakyat nung 2012. So up ka pa rin ng 24.32%. And kung nag-average ka lang naman dito sa stock na to, nagpe-pesos average ka lang, then probably you're closer sa 50-ish pesos na price range. Especially kung nag-average ka pa rin dito sa highs na to, hindi ka nag-take profits at uh, this price levels. But, if for example, 20 years ka na nag-average dito sa, so wala ng data doon, no? but let's say na around 4.955 pesos ka nakabili. So, more than 10x yung capital mo if you've been a long-time investor sa Aboy Tees. And we can, we can assume and we can conclude now with time. This stock goes up in value with time. Say, exclude na lang natin yung nangyari dito na bearish na trend or bear market. And of course, the, the unfortunate event na nangyari noong 2020 noong nag-start yung pandemic. So, sabihin natin nung nandito ah. So, up ka ng around 1,428%. If lump sum yung ginawa mo na investment. Like, for example, naglay ka ng 1 million dito. Then, nagbenta ka at around 75 pesos per share. Nung nagbubull run itong PS PSE din naman yung nagbubull run PSEI. Along with, of course, AEV. And then, if dun ka nga nag nag-price in or nag-lump sum. Like, kahit hindi ka nagbenta at that time, nagbibigay din naman sila ng dividends although hindi ganun kalaki yung yield. I mean, you're still up more than 10x sa iyong investment. So, 1,000% sa current market price. So, that's that's really good. And, again, yung approach that I prefer applying or the strategy that I like is long-term investing sa mga magandang stocks, sa may magandang fundamentals. Kasi those are the companies that will last for a very long time and that will last or sila naging consistent na kumikita every single year even though merong, you know, unforeseen na circumstances. Like for example, yung pandemic nga, they will continuously, they will thrive and they will eventually, for example, kung nagkaroon sila ng bad year because of that unfortunate event, 
they can recover the following year. And nakapag-thrive sila dun sa mga ganong situations. And eventually, magiging profitable ulit sila. And when a company can do that, if a business can do that, then their stock prices will reflect that. And that's what Aboytees or AEV has done in the last almost 20 years based on this price data na nag-start nung 2005-2006. And yes, may mga, may mga bulls, may mga bears, may mga bust. But the longer time frame and kapag nag-zoom out ka, it just goes up in time. You know, like, yes, nakita natin dito, may, may pababa, may pababa ulit. And eventually, naging bullish na siya. And then, of course, nagkaroon pa, if you zoom in, nagkaroon ulit ng, you know, bearish sentiment. Then, umakit ulit, pababa ulit. And ganoon talaga yung movement ng market. But, in the long run, long term, kita nyo kung gano'n nag-grow or gano'n kalaki naging growth nung company. And we're just looking here sa stock prices nito. And their income is far different from from the early 2000s and it's different now. Kasi nga, kapag naging successful or for example, naging consistent nga yung income ng isang company and maganda yung mga financial decisions sila. Maganda yung mga na-acquire nilang businesses previously. The stock prices will always reflect that. Kasi kapag successful yung business, if it's generating revenue, if it's generating net income every single year, then people will will buy the stock of that company. Say why not? They're they're gonna distribute dividends every single year kasi nga consistent silang kumikita. And of course, pagka may demand for the stock, then the stock prices will rise. Let's move on now sa kanilang mga dividends na binibigay. So in data, it stretches back to 2007. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So, never sila nag-miss since 2007 ng dividend payments. Although, again, I have to remind you na hindi ganun kataas yung dividend yield nila. But at least, consistent sila nagbibigyan ng dividends. Which means na consistent yung kanilang net income or earnings every single year for like the past... 15 years. Ito yung dividend data nila from 2017 up until 2021. So, kita nyo dito na yung yield is naglalaro lang from 1.67 to 2.75%. And yung yield naman na to, kinocompute siya dun sa closing price ng stock for that year. And you have to compute yung dividend yield mo based dun sa cost basis. Kung magkano mo siya nabili. Kasi for example, di ba, nabili ka ng AEV nung early 2000s pa. Sabihin natin, average price mo is 5 pesos. That's very different, no? Kapag kakinumpute mo yung dividend yield. Kasi, for example, ito, 1.67%. Let's do the math. So, yung cost basis nitong 1.67 na yield is around 54.49 pesos per share. 
kung sabihin na natin na 5 pesos mo binili yung AV stocks mo and then nabigyan ka ng dividends na 91 centavos, so almost 1 peso per share. So, kailangan mo yan i-multiply or i-divide yung 0.91 to 5 pesos. Then, times 100. So, diba? It's very different sa dividend yield na ibibigay sa'yo at 54 pesos per share. So, 18.2% yung dividend yield if 5 pesos yung cost basis mo for AAV. Then, multiply mo lang sa 0.9. Yan yung net mo. Kasi kakaltasan ng taxes na around 10% yung mga dividends na binibigay sa'yo ng mga companies. So again, kailangan mo i-compute yung dividend yield sa cost basis mo. And yung dividend payout ratio naman nila, nag-fluctuate siya every single year. I think healthy na yung around 35 to 50% na dividend payout ratio. High sila was noong 2020, around 47%. Then sobrang binabaan nila noong 2021. And yung reason dito is because hindi ganun kalakas or kataas yung income nila noong 2020. Kasi naapektuhan din yung businesses nila because of the lockdowns and of course yung mga adjustment period yan nung nag-start yung pandemic noong 2020. Yung dividend yield nila for 2022, for this year, nakapagbigay na kasi sila ng dividends earlier this year, first quarter. 2.98% yan. And again, you have to divide, multiply that to 0.9 pa para makuha yung net na yield para nabawas na yung taxes. Then, yung 5-year average dividend, dividend yield is around 2.458%. Yung 5-year average dividend payout ratio is around 33.35%. So, it's a bit lower in comparison to Let's say, isang blue chip company din, katulad ng Globe, PLDT, and Meralco. But of course, holding firm naman itong Abortis Equity Ventures, so you have to compare yung yield nila sa likes ng sabihin natin, San Miguel. Diba? Kung lomerate din sila. Kasi yung iba naman, for example, Meralco, ibang, ibang player yun, ibang, ibang industry yun, ibang sector yun. Then we have here the price ratios from 2017 to 2021. So, noong 2021, tumaas kahit pa paano yung kanilang earnings. Then yung, yung kanilang stock prices is hindi ganun nag-follow. That's why below 15 na ulit yung price to earnings ratio. Nangabotis power nung end ng 2021. So, that's good. Price to book value is at around 1.25. And PEG ratio hindi na siya nag-negative. So, that's good. Around 0.1459 na. And medyo consistent siya nung 2017 to 2020 na negative lang. And except nung 2018, 4.79. Then, yung price to earnings nag-exceed lang sa 15 nung 2020 and 2017. So, yung EPS niya nung 2020 21. So, earnings per share yan, 4.85. And yung P ratio, ideally nga, dapat 15 and below, 11.15. Then, PEJ ratio, 1 and below, 0.15 yan. Then, price to book value, 3 and below, ideally, 1.25.
So everything hits the mark and kaya lahat yan naka-green. Then net income margin naman nila is 14.80%. So that is above average. Kasi kapag ka 20% or higher, then that means na yung net income margin nila is high. Then kapag nasa around 30, 10% is average. And then 5% is quite low. Then net income margin plus dividend yield. I don't know what to call this. Like parang ratio. But yeah. Yan lang kumbaga yung formula. Net income margin plus dividend yield divided by price to book ratio or price to book value ratio. Dapat ang result dito is 10 and above. And nahit naman nung aboytees itong indicator na to, fundamental indicator na to, at around 11.84. Then total assets sila. Ayos nandito, total debt, total equity, and total liabilities. Lahat numbers na yan is kinuha natin sa 2021 na balance sheet. Yung debt to asset ratio doesn't quite hit the mark kasi ideally 40% and below ito. But it's almost there, 46.50% sila. Then debt to equity ratio, ideally 1 or below yan. Almost there as well, 1.24%. Then, ito yung kanilang numbers noong 2021. So, let's check yung kanilang retained earnings. Magdadagdag tayo dito ng 3 zeros or multiply by 1,000. So, 197 billion pesos yung kanilang ipon so far after nung financial reports ng 2021. So, marami silang pambayad ng dividends if they wanted to. Gross revenue nila for that year was around 233.9 billion pesos. Expenses, 190.8 billion. Then income nila after taxes is around 34.1 billion pesos. So a great recovery, good recovery from 2020. Nung previous year, nung 2020, net income nila was at 20.8 billion pesos lang. But that's really impressive then, kasi nga, di ba, nagka-pandemic and yung ibang businesses, well, hindi naman sila directly affected talaga ng pandemic kasi they have businesses or may mga business interest sila sa, sa energy and power, abuitis power. So, hindi naman yun sobrang naapektuhan ng pandemic kasi people are working at home, working from home. So, they're still consuming electricity and they're still paying their bills. So, hindi sila masyado na-apektohan doon. But still, bumaba yung kanilang income. And makita nga natin yung recovery nila last year, 2021. Then, ito yung kanilang earnings summary from 2017 to 2021. You can check BPA Trade for the full report. And we can see here na noong 2020, doon lang bumaba yung kanilang income. So bumaba siya to 15.43 billion pesos. 2017 to 2019, consistent lang ng around 21 to 22 billion pesos. Then nabawi nga nila noong 2021. Tapos ito yung kanilang balance sheet accounts. So yung mahalagang tingnan natin dito ay short-term borrowings and long-term borrowings. And they have quite big debts. If we can, as you can see here, 
from 2017 to 2021 and it's growing short term and long term borrowings are growing and total borrowing sila is around 341.35 billion pesos na as of 2021 and kung natin teachings ni Benjamin Graham and ni Warren Buffett they really don't like companies na may malaking debt no but for the nature of business itong abilities power, they need that capital. Kaya ganito kalaki din yung kanilang borrowings. But yeah, si Warren Buffett, they steer away from this kind of businesses na sobrang laki ng debt. And it shows nga no, dun sa mga debt ratios na pinakita natin kanina. Then, ito yung kanilang income from 2017 to 2021. So, healthy yung pag-increase ng 2017 to 2018, 2.87%. Medyo naging stagnant from 2018 to 2019. So, nabuwasan ng almost 1%. Then, from 2019 to 2020, nabuwasan ulit because of the pandemic. Down ng 29.19% yung kanilang income. Then, good recovery from 2020 to 2021, up yan ng around 76.99%. Yung average growth nila from 2017 to 2021, the past 4 to 5 years, is around 26.34%. And currently nga, nasa 5.3 yung kinita nila sa first quarter ng 2022. So, ito yung kanilang income nung first quarter ng 2022 again 5.3 billion pesos yung kanilang net income after taxes and if i-forecast natin yung kanilang income or kikitain for the whole year of 2022 around 21.4 billion pesos lang yan so mabawasan yan ng around 21.52% if i-sustained lang nila yung around 5.3 billion pesos na net income for each quarter of 2022. Itong forecast ito is quite simplistic. Kasi walang kahit anong adjustments with like cash flow or like expected cash flow in the in the next or the coming quarters. So, times 4 lang natin basically yung kanilang net income nung first quarter ng 2022. And earning season na nga din, malapit na rin mag-release ng second quarter numbers itong mga companies ito. And of course, that includes AEV. So, makikita natin and pwede natin i-readjust yung forecast for the whole year kapag nakuha na natin yung numbers for the second quarter of 2022. And there you have it, guys. We are heading towards the end of this episode. Silipin natin yung sources for today's video. We have PSE Edge, BPI Trade, TradingView, AboyTease.com, and two photos from Unsplash. Lahat ng mga links niyan is matagpuan sa description sa ababa. And then natin yung episode here guys. Sana may natutunan kayo. And if umabot kayo at the end of this video, thank you very much. I appreciate you. Give this video a thumbs up if natripan nyo yung content ko. And of course, give this video a thumbs down if hindi nyo naman nagustuhan yung content ko. If bago ka sa channel ko, Click the subscribe button and ring notification bell para wala miss out sa mga uploads ko every single day. 
you may also follow me sa mga social media platforms ko. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MNPSPH. If you want to support the channel, you can become a YouTube member. Merong link dyan sa description sa baba to know more about it. Another way to support the channel is by using my affiliate links sa Shopee or sa Lazada. May mga links din dyan sa description sa baba. Thanks again for watching and listening everyone. Stay safe. I'll see you on the next episode. Always remember, be peso smart.